Good morning, guys, and welcome back to Uncharted Faith. It is Friday, January the 12th. My name is Ruth, and thank you for joining me here on this podcast. We talk about faith in real time and my recovery in real time. And if you've ever doubted your relationship with God or doubted that there was a God, or if you've ever struggled with any kind of addiction, whether that be your pride or self-centeredness or an addiction to substances or battled with depression or anxiety, you are in the right place. And uh, what I do is I just share a little bit of my journey with you guys. And if you can relate, that's wonderful. What I, Why I do this is I remember back in the day when I was a little kid, uh, I say little, I was probably about 12, 13 years old, and I remember hiding in my brother's room and, and listening to Radio Disney, uh, of all things, because I wasn't allowed to listen to a lot of, uh, I wasn't allowed to listen to anything other than hymnals and things like that. So I just remember hiding in the room, feeling depressed, feeling sad, feeling alone, feeling isolated, and wondering if there was anybody else out there in the world that felt like I did. And I wasn't brave enough to speak up or to speak my truth in that sense uh, at that age, and today I am. So this message is a message of hope, a message of perseverance a message of endurance, a message of strength and courage. So if you're anything like me and maybe you need a few minutes just to kind of reset your mind for the day and to trudge this happy road of destiny on this Friday. So forgive me, please. My allergies are nuts this morning, but uh, today we are going to simply talk about being present and not only just being present, but being thankful for what we have and what I am currently struggling with and battling with in my mind is this idea of success. Like, what does it mean to be successful? What does it mean to, um, to be okay? And I was praying this morning around 4.30 when my, my puppy had me up and I'm laying in my bed and I'm having God, God and I are walking through a little bit of some of my past relationships. We are walking through a little bit of taking a, a realistic look now that we're out of the relationship, now that we're out of certain things, now that we're out of the active addiction. Let's take a look at what was really going on. And uh, later today, I have an appointment for some therapy, and I'm going to be processing some of the traumas that I've gone through. I say that to say that every day is a new day. Every day, every moment is honestly a new moment. Every Everything that I have gone through is a teachable moment. And so what I'm looking at today is how do I process these things so I can better learn to not only heal my mind, but also to help that next person that's sitting next to me where we don't really know what they're going through. And uh, I have a, a business where it's a caregiving business. And that allows me the opportunity to, in real time, meet families with where they're at, meet the loved ones, meet the, whether it's an elderly person, which typically it is, and whether they have dementia, whether they're disabled, whether they're paralyzed, I get to meet people where they're at on a daily basis. And it's a constant adapting. It's a constant meeting people with where they're at because each person is different. You can't just treat them like an assembly line. And, um, and so what I am struggling with myself is this idea of feeling protected. Um, you know, last year I had an income where someone had hired me very graciously and I had a very good income. And let's just say my, my income for the last decade was probably less than 15000 a year. How I survived, it was just simply God's grace and the love of other people. Um, but I say that to say that when I had this income, I felt very secure and not just secure financially, but secure emotionally because I didn't have to rely on anybody else. And, uh, and so when, when my income 
went away and I still had my business. My business was brand new, but it was not my bread and butter. It was not what was paying the bills. And, uh, but when, when my, when I lost that job, I remember feeling very exposed and I, I remember looking at God and saying, God, I feel like this is a toxic relationship. I feel like you, you know, I just signed a mortgage and I have a car note and I've got things today that I I am responsible for. And so rather than thanking God for the car and for the house and that the bills are paid, I start living in this pit of worry and doubt and uh, just self-pity, self-loathing. I start playing that victim card again. I don't know about you, but I'm really good at playing that victim card. And it sounds nice. Like we make it sound nice in today's day and age. Like we, we call it venting. Oh, I just need a vent. No, you want to sit in the problem, right? And so I try to be intentional and mindful today about when I'm sharing a problem, I am looking for a solution. And so what that also means is that people are going to say things that I don't like to hear. The reason why I don't like to hear them is because that self-pity is familiar. I like it. I like living in self-pity. I like living in my pride. I like being the victim because it's familiar. So when you speak something that goes against those belief systems, all of a sudden I get uncomfortable. I get uncomfortable because the truth that you're telling me counteracts this lie that I'm living in. And so when somebody else is speaking truth in my life, then I am responsible for the truth that I am hearing and I have a decision to make. Am I going to stay living in that victimhood or am I going to choose to hear what I don't want to hear that's uncomfortable and start to change my belief system? My thoughts are derived from my belief system. If my belief system tells me that I'm not enough, I am living from that area that I'm not enough. And then I am then projecting that onto other people. If I am living in this constant emotional abuse victimhood from how I've been treated over the years, and then you say one thing and all of a sudden, oh, I don't feel like I can go here. Oh, I don't feel like I'm accepted. Oh, I don't, I am living in that belief system from this emotional abuse and I'm playing that victim all over again. So the reason why I do counseling, the reason why I work a 12-step program, the reason why I have a community of people that I call is so that I can constantly be in a state of changing, in a state of growing, in a state of accepting. Because at the end of the day, I'm the one that puts my pillow on the head. Uh, I'm the one that lays my head down on my pillow at night. Nobody else is with me. Nobody else is whispering in my ear that you're not enough. Nobody else is telling me that you're you're stupid, you're an invalid, you don't have enough money in the bank. I'm the only per- I am my worst enemy at times. And on that same accord, I can also be my, my world's best advocate. So how do I start to heal this relationship with myself? And it starts with my belief systems. And so when, when God and I are sitting here, remember 4.30 this morning, puppy had me up. When God and I are having this conversation, we are taking an outside look at these relationships. He is walking me through some of these beliefs and he's showing me that there are times when I was in this, this long-term relationship where this, this guy that I thought like, oh, he took care of me. God was showing me, no, he didn't, baby girl. You paid your way. Like you, you always paid for your meal. You always paid for the rent. And in fact, for two years, I was taking care of him. I was paying the bills, I was paying the electric, I was paying all of that just to help him survive. And so what God was showing me was, here's the truth of the matter. The, the truth of the matter is that God always has provided for me. 
one. But two, I've also provided for myself. I've gone to work, I've paid the bills, I've done these things. So this lie and this worry, I call worry a lie, this lie that I'm living in today that says that I'm not a success or the business isn't a success or because God has already told me that the business is going to, to survive, that the business is going to flourish. And so, but I don't believe him. So how do I get to a point of where I believe him and I trust him for today? And so for me, that starts with God, thank you. Because if we're calling success the things that I have employees that show up that are loyal, employees that do believe in me, I believe in me. Like if, if we go back through what I, how I'm defining that success, all of a sudden I'm looking at things a lot differently. All of a sudden I'm really not worried about the bank account. And really that bank account is just a facade that's giving me this false sense of security when my security needs to lie fully on who God has called me to be, on who he says that I am. And so I have to also give myself grace because it's been 30 some years of me believing that I'm not enough, of me believing that I can't do this, that I have to have somebody else and that, et cetera, et cetera, the lies go on. So how is it today that I can heal a little bit? Well, it's going to start with a little bit of gratitude. It's going to start with me thanking God for the house, thanking him for the car, thanking him for the gas in the tank, thanking him for the food in the fridge, thanking him for the fact that I have enough money today to pay all my bills and to feed myself. It's going to start there. And then I'm going to thank him for my employees. I'm going to thank him for my clients. And then I'm going to pray for my employees and I'm going to pray for my clients. I'm going to pray for my future clients because the cost of caregiving is expensive, right? And these families don't, they didn't grow up thinking like, oh, I can't wait to have a caregiver someday. People don't plan for these things. So when I get outside of myself and start praying over other people, all of a sudden my perspective starts to shift. All of a sudden my belief that God is enough and that he will provide enough for today starts to change and starts to shift. And so I don't know about you, but I don't want to live in that worry today. I hope that this helps and I pray that you guys have the best January 12th that we can have because it's the only one we got. All right. Bye guys. I love you.